Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Today on the show, we have Michelle Raftery. Michelle is the owner of the Raftery Group, which is a project management and administrative services firm. And she's also just a passionate follower of Jesus. She serves with the Heaven and Business community as well. Michelle, it's an honor to have you here today. Thank you so much, Matt, for having me on. Yes, really excited to have you because Michelle and I have actually gotten to become friends over the last couple of years through Heaven and Business. And I was unaware until the February conference, a little bit more of her story and her journey of of how she's gotten involved with this community. And uh, so I'm excited to share that with you today. But Michelle, first, just tell our listeners a little bit more about you and your background, kind of how you started on the journey that uh, led you to the point that you're at right now. Sure. Um, so my husband and I have three wonderful kids. And uh, shortly after the first was born, um, my husband had an opportunity to attend a training for people, for actually veterans that wanted to start their own business. And so, you know, he asked me, like, what are your thoughts? And I had not grown up in um, an entrepreneurial family. I, you know, business ownership was not even a thing we talked about around the business table. You know, it was more like you're with a company company for 30, 40 years, you get your watch at the end. Like that's kind of the mindset that I came in it, you know, into the marriage with. And so I thought, well, sure. What would it hurt? Well, little did I know he would attend that and then uh, come back about a week and a half later and say, okay, I'm putting in my two week notice. And I, I think, you know, the Lord has us an opportunity for us to start a business. And so a little bit of a shock to uh, say the least, but we did it. We just, we felt like that was what the Lord had said. And uh, both of us were at least smart enough. We didn't know a lot about business, but we were smart enough to know that when the Lord says go, that was enough for us. And so we just jumped out. We ended up starting a business uh, with somebody that we knew there in the church. And, um, which ended up not actually being our business for very long, but it was a pivot point that the Lord used to kind of teach us some ropes, teach us uh, how to start a business, how to you know do all the filings and all of the setup work. But then along the way, um, he just was guiding step by step, little things. Um, you know, the word says a lamp into your feet, a light into your path. And so we were literally for a season, probably staring at the ground for a lack of a better uh, term. We were staring, waiting for that next step, like, Lord, please just light something. And he was so faithful and did. And we ended up, um, our business was called Patriot Contractors. And we did construction uh, primarily on military bases and government facilities. All We were located in Texas, but we did it all throughout uh, the lower 48 states. And so it was just amazing to kind of go from the ground up from not knowing anything and then um, being able to just help on some really important um, projects to us because of how they affected military life and military families. And so it was a really fun thing to be a part of. Yeah. So you went from nothing, started something, 
and really felt like it was God leading you into that. And so even though it wasn't comfortable to you, your, your husband was like, I think this is the Lord. And you said, okay, I will get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do this. And then you, after you've built something and grew it into a successful business, you felt like the Lord was leading both of you felt like the Lord was leading you uh, somewhere else from there. Uh, tell us what that looked like and, and how that journey continued. Sure. So a little bit after we started our company, we were very fortunate to become, become friends with a gentleman that really, um, up until that point, we thought we were the only people that thought, hey, our business is wonderful, you know, financially, all of those things, we're providing jobs, that's all great. But I think there's something more. I think that God could actually use this to do something for his kingdom beyond you know, providing a tithe or beyond, you know, the finances. And we were fortunate enough to get connected with a man that was like, oh, I've been waiting and he'd been waiting for someone. And so uh, for years, the, my husband and him would meet weekly. They would pray over our community. They would pray over our county, um, just share stories of what the Lord was doing, ways that we're opening up, pray specifically for different employees that either we had or he had. And it was an awesome time. Um, but in that journey, um, he actually went home, the gentleman went home to be with the Lord. And so we were kind of in this place of, okay, we had been looking for someone the Lord provided. Now here we are alone. Obviously we weren't alone because the church is huge and wonderful. And there's people all around the world with the same heart and hunger. And that is actually when we found heaven in business and, from the moment that we found having a business, we were like, oh my goodness, there's other crazy people like us that think that the Lord delights in the business world. And then he has a heart for the marketplace. And we were so excited. Uh, so we came out to Reading uh, to be a part of one of the conferences. And, um, you know, I know people say it a lot, but it truly ruined us for normal. It truly ruined us for going back and thinking just being satisfied with the business and, um, you know, the way it had been. And so we were really looking for what would it look like, Lord, like whatever you want, whatever your next step is for us, like we have it. And for anyone that's ever prayed that prayer, it is a super dangerous, open-ended prayer, um, but dangerous in the most beautiful radical sense of he is just so faithful to actually give us what we ask for, which is him. And, um, so we came out to a second heaven and business conference. And while we were out here, we heard the Lord say, you know, of course his delight in building the business, of course, his delight in what we were doing, but Hey guys, what would it look like if I asked for that back? What would that look like? And to be honest, it's, it kind of took us a moment to say, wow, like I thought this is what you wanted. And I know that it was, I know we were following him, but all of a sudden he pivots and he moves. And, you know, there's a verse that talks about that he guides us with his eye. And so we're like, man, if we really want to be a follower, we need for him just to be able to shift his gaze and for us to shift with him. Like that is the most important thing to us. And so uh, we said, yes, honestly, I thought and was hoping it was going to be an Abraham Isaac moment that we were going to say yes. And gather up the firewood and trek up the mountain. And as soon as we were about to close the business that he would say, just kidding, I've provided a ram in the thicket and you don't have to do it. Um, but that wasn't what 
actually happened for us. And he asked us to close it. And so uh, we were diligent and went through um, the process of closing our business um, and both found jobs here locally in uh, Reading. But then the kindness of the Lord, as, as it would have it, due to some friends and connections, we ended up getting back connected with Heaven and Business and I was given the opportunity to come on staff and actually help facilitate those aha moments that had been so pivotal in our life to be able to do that for others. Yeah. So first of all, I think that it's awesome that you were willing to put down something that you know the, the Lord had brought you to. And, and he said, you know, this is my idea. This is what I want you to do. And you're walking that out obediently. But you also got to the point where you heard him and you said, okay, I, I know that this is what you told me, but I, I know that this is what you're telling me now. This right. is a new season. This is a new time. And I'm willing to, you know, step aside, get outside myself and, and put down, you know, another child. I mean, because the reality is when we start a business, I mean, that's another child. We've got, you know, obviously natural children, but but it is something that you birth. It's something that you grow. It's something that you nurture. It's something that you love. And, you know, so to put that on the altar and say, okay, Lord, I will sacrifice this if it's what you want and then follow him. I mean, that that's, I haven't been in that situation. I can only imagine uh, what that would be like, because I know how hard it is to, to start something and then, you know, see it flourish and, um, but, but as you did that, you know, 2018, this day, 2018, I was in my first, you know, heaven and business workshop here in Birmingham. I saw it on my Facebook reminders today on this day. And so I got to hear this stuff for the first time. I got to have that aha moment and the, the, the culture that you guys have cultivated, the culture that you guys have promoted and, and you being, uh, a large part of building that community and helping them streamline processes and helping them, you know, get out content every Monday and make sure that those systems and processes, the natural gifting that you have, that you have brought into that, you know, obviously Andy's amazing. The rest of the team's amazing, but, you know, you've played a pivotal role because of your yes because of your willing, there's no telling how many people have been the beneficiary of your willing to step in that and accelerate what they were already doing to a new level. And then you are about to expand that. So, uh, but, but from that standpoint, I want to go back here. Uh, first of all, thank you for doing that. Cause I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Had you guys not said yes. And, and all of the stuff that you help host, but um, before you made that decision, before you know, you, you're starting to walk that out. And again, you're in Texas you're going to California about the only thing that those places have in common as they're both really large States. Other than that, like there's not a whole lot. So uh, to take that leap of faith, what were the emotions like and, and how did you ultimately just say, you know what, we're, we're doing it. And uh, were there multiple confirmations that you got? Uh, didn't your children have a role in that? What? Yeah, so it was not like it's super funny whenever you tell a story or tell a testimony, because from this vantage point, it's 
really easy, right? Like the, the conversation just kind of rolls off your tongue and it's easy to forget like that moment and that scariness of, you know, you we're building a life. We had been in uh, Texas about 12 or 13 years. We had three children there. We had been a part of a church, you know, sports, everything that you do in life where your roots are just growing deep. Um, and I remember my husband looking over at me and like, I think we're supposed to move. I think that this is what the Lord's saying. And honestly, it took a long time of convincing. There were many, there's probably a, a block in front of our house that we walked back and forth for months, just like, all right, Lord, are you sure? And what about this? And what about that? And during the time I'm like, all right, Lord, there's, I just don't, I'm not sure if this is what you're saying. I need you know, kind of that Gideon moment of like, okay, can I have a fleece please? Um, and so my youngest was about three and a half, four at the time. And he came down one day, I was working in the home office and he was upstairs playing and he walks down the stairs and mom, mom, mom. And so I like run to the stairs, like what's going on? And he said, we, and it's in his little, you know, three and a half, four-year-old voice. And he says, mama, pack your bags. We're moving to California. And I said, I'm sorry, what? We're doing what? And he's like, we'll move in. We're going to go to California. And I'm like, first of all, how do you know what California is? And second of all, like, what are you talking about? And that was, that was it. And he just toddles back up the stairs like just, it was as clear to him. And so it was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. I, you know, we're people in our lives randomly would call us and say, okay, I have this dream and the dream you guys were saying, you know, moving to California. And what did part of the backstory was when John and I first met, we met in California, we were both living out here. And when we moved, uh, you know, as we did what Jesus said, we shook the dust off of our feet and we moved on. We were not coming back. And, um, the Lord is ironic, if nothing else sometimes. And so whenever he said, you know, California, we're like, are you sure? I, I felt like this is where we said, no, we were not going to do. And so, you know, there was that confirmation. And then, you know, as you're going along, it's all of the things and, you know, trying to do all the logistical things. But I remember at one point I said, okay, Lord, I will take care of all, I will sell the house. You know, this is so silly to say now, but at the time, this was my negotiation with him. Um, <laughs> I will sell the house. I will get it cleaned up. I will pack it. I'll find us a new home. I will do all of the things to, you know, make my yes firm. But one thing I cannot do is I cannot protect the hearts of my people, of my husband, of my children. I can't do it. That is one thing, you know, I'll take care of all the logistics. I just need you to do what only you can do. And um, I was actually in the laundry room at the time because um, that is a wonderful place to go because no one wants to go there. And so it's a great place to get away with the Lord. And so um, I was in the laundry room and my second oldest. So at this point, she's probably about five or six. She comes in and um, she's like, Hey mom, I was just laying on the couch, hanging out with Jesus, which is not something as, as a mom, I would love to say that that was like a normal occurrence. I was a little floored, um, which to me was evidence uh, of that. The Lord was actually moving already in our family that us even saying yes, as even our tentative, small, meek, okay, Lord, we'll do it scared. Yes. He was already showing his faithfulness by, you know, hanging out with my six-year-old on the couch, but 
anyway, she comes in and I said, oh, okay, well, how was, how was your time together? You know, just kind of trying to facilitate some conversation. She's like, oh, it was fine, 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 fine. You know, kind of brushes me off. She's like, but he just told me she's exasperated at this point. She's like, he told me I had to come in here and tell you something. And I said, okay. She said, he told me I had to tell you that he loves me and he loves me more than you would ever love me and that he will take care of my heart no matter what. And I just, I, you know, my jaw drops open because obviously she was not in the conversation that I had just had with the Lord moments before of like, God, I need you to protect their hearts. And I said, Oh, and she's like, she kind of shrugs her shoulder and, and was like, yeah, I don't know why I had to say that, but he just said I had to come in right now. And I had to say that. And then she just kind of skips along and walks away. And I just, I fell to my knees weeping because I thought, okay, like I, that was the one thing of all the things I couldn't do. That was the one thing I knew my limitations and the Lord and his kindness. Um, it didn't take ginormous amounts of faith. We weren't like heroes of the faith at that moment, like, ah, he said, go, and we're going to go. No looking back. Like, no, no, no. This was a super scary tentative. Yes. But even in that, he was so faithful and kind to cover and to speak in a way that I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was him. And I knew that he had us with our yes. Wow. That's really good. When we get those confirmations, when we know that we've heard something from him and we're starting to walk it out, even if it doesn't make any sense to the people around us, even if it doesn't make sense to us, you know, when we get those confirmations and, and we know that it is the Lord, you know, his ways are always better than ours. But while you're in it, it is extremely scary. It is extremely difficult sometimes, you know, when, and I started this firm people were like, you're leaving your father-in-law in business. Are you and your wife getting a divorce? I'm like, no, you know, our marriage is, is really good. Uh, it's actually better than it's ever been. They're like, well, I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, I, I, I think this is God. And I wasn't fully surrendered to the Lord at that point. So people are like, we, we see how you live. What do you mean following God? You know? And, you know, my wife had to be that confirmation for me. Like, yeah, I think that this is the Lord. And, and we just had a piece about it. And, you know, obviously, like you said, seven years later, you know, it's easy to see the fruit and, and it's easy to see what God has done and say, oh, well, that was a brilliant decision. But at the moment, like losing 40% of my income that first year, like not knowing where my next paycheck's going to come from, not knowing like how we're going to pay our bills, not knowing like, is this even going to work at all? And there were numerous times where it's like, you know what? I, I could probably go back and just say, would you take me? And, and yeah, I'd be back in Egypt and, and yeah, I'd be back in bondage. But, uh, you know, and not saying that he was a slave driver, just using the analogy from the Bible. My father-in-law is a wonderful man, but, um, but no, the Lord, and I got a prophetic word, you know, in the midst of that, from a minister that we had done a lot with. And, and he said, you know, you feel like, did you miss it? You're wondering, you know, did I make a mistake? But no, the Lord called you out of Egypt. He didn't call you're in the middle of the desert right now, but he called you out of Egypt to get you the promised land. So keep going. And, and I remember leaving that service and I told my, or I asked my wife, I'm like, did you tell him like, what's going on right now? She's like, no, I didn't tell him anything. I'm like, that was like the most on time word I've ever heard. 
And, you know, it, and it does, it, it breaks up anything that you've got in your heart where you're wondering like, okay, is God really in the middle of this? Yes. 100%. Those confirmations are just amazing. Just evidence of his love for us that, that he wants to be with us and admits all of this stuff, but sometimes we just don't get out of our own way. Stay tuned. We'll have more living life on purpose after we hear from one of our sponsors. Are you a business person that's hungry for more of the Holy Spirit at work? Partnering with God is what you were designed for. Experiencing God at work and being a blessing to the city that you live in is accessible to every believer. Hearing from God for your business and city shouldn't feel mysterious or inaccessible. Heaven and Business exists to give you access to the tools and training you need to equip you to grow with God in business and influence. Begin with our free trial and an online membership, then explore the events, community, and other resources. Check out heavenandbusiness.com today if this is what you're looking for, and I promise you won't be disappointed. And now, back to Living Life on Purpose with your host, Matt Wilson. So you move to California, uh, you get on board with the, uh, the Bethel team, and how long ago was that that you've been serving on the team? Um, so I actually um, have been an employee for about two and a half years, almost three years, but then served. Um, they were very gracious. They, the way it happened, the Lord had been kind of letting me know that there was going to be a season shift. I was uh, working for a local company here and I knew there was a season shift and I started get, just having dreams of like, what would it be like if, and the, you know, I just felt like the Lord was downloading some stuff and talked to a friend and she's like, you need to talk to Andy Mason. Like, do you know him? And I'm like, well, I mean, he's actually helped catalyze us out here, but I, we hadn't really connected uh, after moving out here. And so I ended up meeting with Andy and as we're talking, he's, he's got this weird look on his face and he's like, have you looked at our website? I'm like, no. And he's like, is there any way you would have access? There was like an unpublished page of a program they were just about to launch. And I sat there and late, like almost verbatim said everything that was on that page. And he was like, how did you know? I'm like, this is what the Lord's been talking to me about. I have no idea. I was just said it to a friend. She said to come talk to you. And so obviously a confirmation again, um, that there was synergy. And so they were really gracious. The team allowed me to come in on Wednesday mornings. At that time, we um, had a time of prayer as a team together, and then would just share with the wider community, uh, you know, about the prayer time and what the Lord was speaking. And so they allowed me to do that. I did that for about a year, year and a half, and then um, came in, you know, came on the team and was able to serve in a different capacity there. So, but it's been, so all together, probably about four, almost five years, but yeah, it's been really fun. Really fun. Awesome. To me, the, there are, you mentioned there are people all around the world that, that have the same heart, that have the same mindset, that understand we're to bring kingdom into everything that we do. Our business is not some compartmentalized aspect of our life where we leave Jesus at the door and then we handle all of our business transactions. And then we come back and, and we're, you know, a Christian again, at the end of the day, he wants to be involved in everything and, and it's serving him. It's loving him. It's showing him on a daily basis in everything. And in the community that, you know, heaven and business has, you know, where we meet Wednesdays and pray 
you know, people all around the world, it, it is so encouraging and, and it is awesome to know, like, you know, like you said in the beginning, you thought you were the only one. And, right. and when I walked into that first walk, I'm like, I, I don't think there are a lot of Christians uh, and there are a lot of business people and they're, you know, quote unquote, Christian business people, but, but I'm not seeing a lot of the evidence. And then I learned like, oh, wait, there are more people and, and we can connect with them. And, you know, so it, it really is exciting to be a part of that. And from that standpoint, you have continued to hone your skills and now you've started another business and you're doing the, the, the Raftery group, uh, you're doing project management and you're doing administrative stuff for people uh, because like you said, before we started, business people are, are really good at some things and they're really bad at others. So tell us more about that and, and how that came about and, and what that looks like. Sure. So it's really fun. I feel like, um, you know, we did this as business owners before and we knew, you know, even when the Lord asked us to lay um, our previous business down, we knew in the back of our heads, like, this is going to be for a season. I'm not exactly sure what the Lord's doing, but okay, this is for a season. And so um, here about, actually, I'm about to end my first month. I just launched um, at the beginning of April and um, it's been really amazing. I've got a number of clients and what's really fun is how I've been able to apply. So I've spent all these years encouraging and helping uh, business owners on what does it look like to actually partner with God at work. And now I am able to kind of put some of those those skills to use. For an example, I have one client that is um, doing some training groups. And so when it came time on how are we going to facilitate and how are we going to put these groups together, you know, they're like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how this is going to work. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I know. I actually have something in the back. I got, I got a pal in my back pocket called Holy Spirit, and he's actually going to tell me exactly how and who needs to be in what group. And, and so then to be able to know that as a believer, but able to translate that in a situation that maybe, you know, we're not talking church. We, you know, this was not in the middle of an altar call or how we're going to put a, you know, church small group together. This is, how, you know, how to articulate, you know, so I'm like, oh, I, I can do that. Well, how are you going to know to do that? And so at this point, it was a new client. So we didn't have the rapport built for me to just, you know, go proselytizing. So I'm just like, actually, you know what? Like I spend time thinking about your clients and looking at your clients and, and I, I'm a believer. And so I asked the Lord if he has any insight on them. And so I'm just going to kind of compile all of that that I've learned about them and put it together. That was really good code language for I'm asking Holy Spirit and he's going to put these people in the right groups. And they just looked at me and were like, I would never have thought of that. And then there was somebody else on the team that they're like, uh, you know, that, that I know is a believer. And they're like, I never would have thought to ask the Lord what he, if he even cared about this. And I'm like, he does. He actually, he cares. He cares about our customers. He cares about, um, you know, our suppliers, he cares about each of these things. And we, what I'm realizing is it doesn't have to be a big, you know, some people have a more of an evangelistic gifting and calling. And so they're able just to kind of walk in. I mean, Matt, you have this, Matt, I know every time I talk to Matt, there's going to be a handful of people saved. 
somebody is going to like somebody that is on the streets in dire need right now will not be by the end of the week because Matt has crossed their path. I mean, like Matt, you have a gift to do that. I know that that is not my gift is more like people making people feel known and that they're loved and that they're right. So I've got more of that, probably that motherly type of a gifting. And so as I'm walking into businesses, I'm like, okay, Lord, if I know that that's what I carry, how do you show up in this area? How do you show up in the, for this client? How do you show up in this situation, this project as that? How do you use me? And it can be something as simple as, you know, figuring out how they're going to serve their clients better and their customers better by putting them in the right groups or um, strategy on how to communicate and how to actually get customers responding, you know, responding better, their responses up, how to um, take cold leads and move them into actual paying clients. You know, it's just different things like that. And being able to say like, okay, Lord, you actually want to be in every area. There's not one area where he's like, "Mm, I'm not really interested in that. You know, talk to me later. No, every, every time that I say, Hey Lord, do you actually care what order I do my task list skin? You know, my task list in? Yeah. He actually cares about that. He actually cares about the minutia of business. He cares about because he wants to be involved in all that. And so um, it's been really fun because I feel even as a business owner, you know, every business wants their secret sauce. What's something that you have that can't be replicated? And for us as believers, that's the Holy Spirit. Like he is that other, that unseen partner that when people hire you, when they do business with your company, they get by default if you allow him to be a part of it. And it actually sets you apart, whether it is a new idea or an inventive way to look at something, or it's, hey, when I'm doing business with you, I feel peace. And I actually feel more joy after giving you money than I did when I had the money myself. You know, that's what the Lord actually does. And he facilitates connection in that way. Um, to make change and to make differences in people's lives. If we'll just allow him and just invite him in. Yes. He is the secret sauce. He is the secret weapon, whatever you want to call it. Like Holy spirit is the competitive advantage that most business people are looking for with gurus. They're looking for in infomercials. They're looking for in the Facebook pop-up ads as to how they can grow their business, 10X, blah, blah, blah. Holy Spirit is greater than all of that. And like his resources are unlimited. Mm -hmm. And so, so often people are trying to do things in their own strength and they're trying to do what he can do immediately. Uh, And it's taking them a long time to try and figure certain things out. And sometimes you just like instantly know something and you don't know how you know it. You just know it's him. And, uh, and that's exciting. And yeah. so that's a lot of fun. It's really well, fun. So how can people find out more about uh, this new venture or uh, more about heaven and business? Tell us how to, to find out more about Michelle. Yeah. So heaven and business is an amazing resource to connect with other business leaders. Um, you know, Matt mentioned our Wednesday live call. It I, I dare anyone to pop on there and not leave feeling just encouraged, uplifted. It is amazing what the Lord is doing all around the world. It is just, it blows my mind. I've been a Christian 
my whole life. I was about to say number of years, but I'll <laughs> that. But my whole life, and I have yet to not be in awe every week because he is just. He's moving and it's in businesses all over the spectrum from, you know, an asphalt company to a finance company to different ministries to writers to coaches. To, I mean, all over the place. He is doing amazing things. And so Heaven in Business is a great place to plug in to be encouraged because being business leaders, being business owners, it's really easy for us to kind of get in our own little bubble that lone ranger mentality. And the Lord did not create us to be a lone ranger. He created us to be in community. And it is amazing what happens when you rub up against somebody and all of a sudden you're like, that is possible. I didn't know that that was possible. And it makes you hunger for more of the Lord. And what is amazing about him is he never leaves you hungry. He always satisfies. He always gives you more. So as you get more hungry, that's just more of him that he wants to pour out to you. And so I would just encourage you, you can go to heavenandbusiness.com and connect there. It is um, just a wonderful, wonderful community of people. I can't, I can't, um, I can't express it enough. It's fun because we know that the family of God is all over the world, but I know now as being a part of heaven and business, I could go to any country in the world, any continent and some, a brother or sister that I know that I've prayed with, that I've heard their story that I've connected with is just a phone call away. I could email them and actually be in contact. And that is such an incredible feeling to know what the Lord is doing all around the world and that he has a plan. He has a plan. There is hope. He is doing amazing. It's like this underground movement, but having a business gives you a, a sneak peek into what the Lord's doing. There's 11 being released into society. And then you get to be a part of watching the Lord grow and develop that. So it's really fun. Um, my website is the Feel free to jump over there uh, to find out more information about what I'm doing. And, you know, I just encourage you. One of the things that Matt and I were talking about beforehand, you know, it's really easy to kind of overlook uh, gifts and callings that the Lord has placed in you that you're like, oh, this just comes really easy and natural to me. That's actually uh, one of the biggest barriers to me of starting a, a business was like, well, I need something awesome and amazing and something big and, and a big pizzazz. And the Lord's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Do you remember? I, all I need is three letters. Yes. Y-E-S. That's all I need. And I'll take the care of all the pizzazz and the rest of it. And so I just encourage whoever's listening, just give the Lord your yes and see what he does. It, a, above and beyond what you can think, hope, and imagine. That's that's what he promises. That's what he's going to do. And so I just encourage you, don't look at what's in your hand. Look at the one who you're saying yes to, because he will blow your socks off. Wow. That's so encouraging and, and such good stuff. So I definitely appreciate you being here with us today, Michelle. And if this has encouraged you as it has me, this has fired me up you want to share this episode with your friends that need encouragement as well. And you can follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then on Instagram, Living Life on Purpose Always. We appreciate you listening and we will catch you again in two weeks.